Right. The documentation of conversation. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> we're recording. It's, right. it's like making up for all the recordings that we lost right the mushroom time that disappeared into right so this is more uh, less of an audio of a of a podcast and more of a audio log audio uh right as what, far as time I'm capsule time capsule <laughs> right as far as i'm concerned the only audience is me and you <laughs> yeah i mean for the most part yeah probably but um yeah we're recording right now um you know, my name is Aaron. This is, or are we not giving our real names? Shit. <laughs> my name is Aaron's brother. <laughs> my name's not Aaron. It's, um, it's Ernest. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So, the, the beginning of the year, beginning of a, a new chapter in society and lives. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I, it seems like it's popped off immediately. <laughs> I guess as soon as it was 2024, 20, the whole world's like, well, now we're just going to get worse right now. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. The Everything seems to escalate and not resolve or go away. <laughs> the, um, right. The, aliens, the, the alien sightings are like tripling now, so they could really yeah. be doing Project Bluebeam on us here. <laughs> but it's also... It, it's hard to discern if it feels fake or not because like the Miami alien thing there's an attempt to cover it up like if you ask a police officer about it they're like oh we can't talk about that right but but when you think that um project bluebeam is so well you know created that that's a part of it too well it's a possibility that that's (laughs) where you have to just kind of like not make any conclusions it's like whether it's really aliens or whether it's not you'll know by the message that comes from those beings that's kind of like the gauge right like so if it if contact happens and during contact or if the information being brought to us in this contact it's easy to tell in that case like whether this is like government fakery or real aliens because you know we we've heard the message allegedly of the real aliens and it resonates Mm -hmm. with us so we right. know what to look for, basically. Yeah, I mean, they they describe the alien as, like, um, almost like a shadowy kind of figure. It would, like, form into a being and then kind of, like... Like, it was almost like it was, like, made out of particles is what he kind of described. Like, it was, like... Ha- have you heard that description yeah. of it? <laughs> I've heard several descriptions, and they are usually just, like, shadow-type figures that would, yeah. like, appear... And then, like, I heard people say that they could tell that it appeared at least aware of them. It wasn't mm. just like a video recording, and then it would disappear. I'm so it was I, like I'm so I'm sick there. of these alien sightings with the shittiest phone quality. Like everyone has 4K, you know, recording capability on their phone, and like every time it's like so bad, and it makes no sense. <laughs> well, I haven't seen any real footage actually from Bayside mall like interior everything's been either like that description that rooftop shot saw, that rooftop yeah, shot or yeah the rooftop shot which <laughs> it's mostly just a shot of the street and right. there's not a whole lot you can see going on but yeah i think that's you know what this podcast should be about like our our yeah. r- recording of you know who we are right now in this time and place and 
spiritually right. and just societally what's going on in this world how to you know keep your keep your heart open in hell as ramdas says <laughs> right it's the log of how we're handling right this weird experience step by step <laughs> no exactly and we know that at least the the aliens that we <laughs> choose to believe in at this moment they're they're the ones that are gonna actually be the positive change in this world versus like world domination like um yeah the government might try to make it look like and what have you <laughs> well that's that's how you know the difference like anything that comes from project bluebeam most likely is going to be on behalf of the government obviously and then it will be scare tactics like the government doesn't want us united in love and self-empowerment right that's the in opposite our divinity. of what they want exactly so whatever message will be coming forth from anything from project bluebeam it will be be afraid of the aliens but don't worry the government is gonna save you right give us all of your rights and possessions yeah. and we will keep you safe stay from the evil yeah aliens. stay inside while we fight fight the aliens for you guys <laughs> it's the white knight false light the just like right. give us the, surrender to the, us and we will keep you safe what was instead of just wow, like I'm, surrendering to yourself i'm blanking on the, oh yeah like the antichrist kind of idea <laughs> right it right exactly it, it's one of those things that like there's no there's no set future so i'm not expecting the future to look exactly like biblical stories but it can be used symbolically of like yeah right. it's going to be a weird time this is kind of the vibe of things that will be going on but just because we even know a possible future it changes the exactness of the description of that future because we know exactly. about it and can like see things coming and stuff so the outcome will be different I don't expect the exact right. biblical it's that's all very figurative allegorical anyways that's the weirdest one of the weirdest parts of the bible for sure is like how do they like who got this vision or what have you to describe you know the return of christ the apocalypse in like such a detailed yeah. way it's kind of like well, allegedly it was john the beloved in prison on the isle of patmos who had these visions and yeah he probably was having some legitimate spiritual realm experiences and sort of reading that moment of the possible future that he was seeing at that time but even just him seeing it and then recording it and then other people reading that recording whether it was transmitted very accurately or not it still changes that possible future because the future is infinite possibilities it's more just like probabilities based on the momentum of the collective consciousness and everybody's vibration so it's always changing it, like bashar says it changes you're shifting realities a billion times or more a second so right and we can get in get into that uh that perception of time passing is really cool we can we can talk about that but it is funny that um cr christians like just think of like you know your, your typical kind of like white southern cr christian like they believe in a yeah. thing where it's like some guy on an island had like hallucinogenic visions and the, and then wrote about it and then they're like that's yeah that's what I believe yeah that but guy. if you guys do that then right. you're the devil but if you're seeing visions now then they're yeah. false it makes if you no... trip balls just like John on Patmos did then right. you're bad or the burning bush maybe you know <laughs> yeah I mean Bashar says basically every 
uh, every recorded instance for the most part is it like percentage wise like high percentage of our recorded scriptures where people are interacting with beings of right. percep- perceived as like extraterrestrial or yeah it was all for the most part extraterrestrial origin so it's kind of like biblical type events are going to start happening in our timeline i feel but we'll see see them from like our own perspective instead of being translated from some ancient language multiple times into english and, at which point it doesn't even make sense anymore really no exactly so, yeah everything is or, or a lot of things is just lost in that um translation itself because like what what language was the like the language of the time of the bible aramaic well like some the bible stretches a period of like multiple thousands of years so it's all different the bible's not one book it's multiple books the current iteration is like 66 books uh and then the apocrypha is a whole other section but it's written all over the place i think I don't even know what i don't think it's even known the original language of like genesis because we don't have any of the original autographs of any of the bible Mm. at all so the original version of everything that's in the bible is no longer in the possession of anyone vatican probably has it but they say they don't right because how could they like it wouldn't like the parchment or whatever they would even write it on would be just I mean, destroyed it, it right could be, it, it could survive like there's stuff that will that has survived and especially like cuneiform tablets just written in stone that was the ancient Sumerians and Assyrians and that's kind of like Abraham time um, so it can survive in various forms but like I think a lot of Genesis was passed down orally like not written for a long time so mm. the original version of the story and what's written now are probably different in a lot of ways and so like traditionally it's moses who wrote the torah or like the first four i think books of the bible genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy uh, but no one actually knows because we don't have that thing that was written down upon originally so right no one actually knows who wrote genesis for real so then if you know you like it almost feels like it's like hearsay. <laughs> it is. I mean, Sadhguru will say that anything you say about God that's not in your direct experience is basically gossip. Right. <laughs> because you're not experiencing it directly. So for, we don't even know who wrote Genesis, let alone if it was their firsthand account of things or just a story that was passed on. So for me, like, just logically <laughs> speaking, the best it can be is an allegory. Uh, a measurement of symbology that can help us in our path in one way or another, mm. another depending how we <laughs> apply it but it's not meant to be like a science textbook or a historical document of perfection it includes history but it's not a historical account yeah and you know we we've we've gained a lot of clarity in that area from you know going in a different direction with all of the you know spiritual right. inter interpretations and stuff like that and one of them is Bashar and so you're probably more suited to just break down what Bashar is well yeah I mean for me Bashar was like second or third as far as channeled higher density being channeled texts I'm gonna call it that or extraterrestrial (laughs) channeled texts Um, for me it started with the raw material which is 
a, a group of three people who kind of together channeled this higher density consciousness that called itself Ra, and it they kind of would just ask questions to this being through the channel, who was kind of in a trance state, um, and it's, it's almost like the raw consciousness took over her speaking ability and. <laughs> Her consciousness kind of went into the background in the waiting room and just let it take over and they would ask this being questions through her and she would very slowly very methodically answer those questions with insane detail and understanding of the universe and like it was like listening to a physics textbook be read to you it's stuff that like this little girl from kentucky could not have possibly known so to me that that like brings the validity and then after that that kind of opened my realm of perception and understanding up to channel text. And the next one, I guess, was The Course of Miracles. Um, that was my secondary channel text experience, um, which was channeled by a lady who I think she describes it as it's channeling of the Holy Spirit, or what Ra calls the emotional guidance system, or the guidance system. Um, it's kind of like, it's a part of all of us. It's a collective consciousness. It's what the Bible calls the Holy Spirit, but it's like our higher self so to speak um, and then my third channel experience was Bashar Bashar he's a being from a parallel reality in a, in a different planet that is somehow sort of a hybrid species of extraterrestrial that we're interrelated with in some way um, we're like the original gene material us in isn't it isn't right. it us with the grays mixed well i mean the long story versions yeah like the grays the alien race known as the grays are essentially a sort of mutated version of human from a parallel future reality in another parallel universe that kind of destroyed their planet like destroyed their bodies over time through like i guess gene Manipulation and cloning and stuff. Right, they kind of lost the ability. To, they they like went away from the humanity side of themselves, right. and they went it's more like the with like of, the knowledge, the wisdom, the technology. Like, right, it's like the the imbalance of technology and knowledge without love and spirituality. Right, without to yeah, without love, that. and then right. they kind so of they kind of like destroyed themselves in a sense to the point where they could no longer physically procreate. That's what right. Char says. And so they would dip into, sort of through their technology, other realities, other parallel universes where the Earth was still in its better state and humans were still on the Earth before we had kind of gone down. Right, like maybe like, line. you know, us in the 50s. <laughs> yeah, so like that's when I guess they would have started. But And they were essentially, that's what like a lot of these experiences of being abducted is, they were... They were collecting genetic material from humans and then splicing it with their own and creating hybrid species of themselves and us so that they could be reconnected with spirit and also, like, I think they could procreate and stuff. So basically, Bashar is one of those hybrid lineages that came from that genetic manipulation that grazed into human DNA and I think other species DNAs and stuff. They are messing all around with their DNAs and stuff. But basically that's what Bashar is. It, it's hard to even wrap your head around it. And also, to me it doesn't matter. It's like, 
he presents that backstory because people ask but it's not the crux of the message it's not the point it's like honestly if you want to think about it it's more so where you're talking to your own higher self through us like through the filter of this race we're just connecting you with your own higher self your own higher spirit selves and just transmitting what we need to know and i would say bashar's message is the flavor is a little more practical a little more day-to-day life perspective of how to apply these crazy quantum physic realities concepts to your actual day-to-day life it's like the raw material is good at explaining things based on the questions asked but it's like reading a textbook it's like whoa what do i even do with all this information and bashar's kind of like here's what you do with it here's what it looks like to actually just use these spiritual concepts effectively day to day yeah because for me you got into the the raw stuff and i was still not like open enough to like view channeled stuff seriously i guess in a way (laughs) and right it was like too much treated yeah it was just like i don't think i need to know that kind of knowledge but the reason that i like bashar and what like brought me into not judging channeled things because coming from like very christian back um you know point of origin upbringing right um it can look like you know possession as they say demon possession as a way of like something that's not you taking control of your body that's like classic demon possession but christianity would see everything it doesn't understand through the filter of fear and that everything that hasn't been especially written in the bible is the devil nothing else can be it's like they see the whole world as like the devil is more powerful and influential than god it's like oh anything we don't know about it has to be right they they do give the devil a lot of power like the devil's trying to attack you like really is he why would why does he care (laughs) why would he care to attack me so adamantly Why is this devil being sharing self-empowerment and unconditional love concepts for all in unity and yeah. harmony? Like, why would it want that? That's the thing about it. So, like, it was more, it was less, um, like Bashar says, even, like, it's, it's like, don't even view the format as important in any way. Just take the knowledge and the words that <laughs> are said by him and and you know those will resonate with you which they do and that's why i've you know started to believe all of that kind of stuff i guess you could say is because what bashar would say even though like you're kind of like this is interesting like watching him like speak and what have you but the things he would say are so unhuman i guess like other it feels kind of like otherworldly his advice is so other otherworldly but also very true and like a high a higher conscience consciousness kind of feeling way i guess you know right it resonates meaning like you hear it and you don't shudder at it it's like oh shoot i feel like i already knew this it's it's ringing so true within me it's as if i already know it and I'm yeah but it. i could have never have thought about it in that particular yeah. way like at all at all it would have taken me a long time right. to pull that out of <laughs> myself which i could have done but him saying it it's as if he's pulling it out of myself and showing it to me right like oh wow that was in there wasn't it no exactly and um he talks about everything the, the coolest thing about him is that uh people ask him everything and he's been doing the the, the gentleman that channels bashar has been doing it since the 80s 
Yeah, Daryl. So he's been doing it since the 80s. So just imagine the wealth of questions that people have asked him at these little, like, kind of conference event looking things. Um, but though. Yes. Yeah, originally, it was just him in a in someone's living room with their friends and it would just grow from there like yeah he didn't try to make this happen it's like oh well, i can do this thing and whoever's interested uh you can ask questions <laughs> right roots and, and uh an interesting one is his um basically him describing the way time passes <laughs> and how it's completely different than the way we nor naturally view it you know as humans so why don't you de describe that a little bit, the the way Bashar explains the parallel realities <laughs> and what have you. Uh, I mean, from what I really, remember, really just, just yeah, just just like the passing of time, <laughs> like 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 the passing of time is more of a mental construct. It's just the way our brains can like filter all that is and experience it linearly which time is not actually linear uh bashar says that like basically everything is here and now and so it this moment is eternal essentially but we're just viewing this one same moment from different points of view a billion times a second quote unquote um it's like snapshots frames kind of like a movie we're experiencing we're experiencing moments strung together like a film strip as if it was the flow of time but it's the same one moment viewed from different perspectives and that perspective is filtered through our current state of being and our current state of mind and our experience of our senses and all those things it's all happening all at once but we have to experience it linearly to kind of get out of it what we need to like to go through this life and discover the certain things you're supposed to discover, learn things, um, theme of, our themes of exploration, sort of. It's like we're exploring the same one moment from different perspectives. And so there are a million, there are infinite perspectives that can be had in an infinite universe. So essentially there are infinite parallel realities where all that is is experiencing itself from different perspectives and so you shift to the different realities based on your vibration and the frequency of that reality and you attract or repel certain things and, and it changes your reality essentially but it happens so slowly we kind of don't see it happening when it, essentially it's, it's instantaneous but right because you think our like vibration is doing my this, life right now is all action. you know all there is is this version of me and what have you so in this kind of the way he describes it <clears throat> it's that you're constantly shifting into parallel realities at every moment it's almost like that thing when you try to remember a memory when you're a kid and you're like that was so long ago it almost feels like it was in a different life kind of thing like or like it doesn't even seem like it was real it's because right. you could have shifted into a parallel version of yourself that had a different origin um point that match that exactly or something like that right essentially like there are infinite versions of you in infinite realities and your current state of being your vibration is what 
attracts or repels you to those scenarios of your own self. Right. It's like it, it becomes logically paradoxical to the like the logical mind is only good at navigating this third dimensional realm and processing that linear experience. But once it goes beyond that linear experience, it's it's beyond the logical mind. So if this kind of stuff gets into realms that are larger and more complicated than our logical mind is equipped to handle. So and that's yeah, exactly, why like, med- yeah. meditation is so exp- important. You kind of get out of logical land and just swim in the infinite field of paradox and possibility and experience without filtering it through your logical mind because it kind of gets in the way if you let it. It's a great tool, but it shouldn't be leading. Right, leading and it. it's definitely it definitely feels like it's leading most of us out here <laughs> in, in every right, way. Because if you just look at society, that's led by people that identify with the ego completely, you know? <laughs> Right. This this little ego persona is just like an accumulation of yeah. impressions. The way we make money comes from from that kind of impression, and just society as a whole comes from that impression of of right. I am this ego. And if you want to make money, you have to prove your worth and your labor in exchange for funds. Like <laughs> it's all it's all ununitive and very like selfish and e- ego. Like you know, just from the ego. That's but. It's funny because people are so used to it that, like, this is just normal. This is just, you know, normal life. What are you talking about? Of course you have to have a job to be able to live. That's just how it is. <laughs> but it's like... Yeah, we get caught up in the play, but we were supposed to. That's why we're here doing the play. We're supposed to get caught up in it and then enjoy <laughs> the ecstasy of realizing, oh, I'm not just this character. I'm such a, I'm something much larger. In fact, I am the whole universe. It's that realization that all that is wants to experience over and over and over from different perspectives infinitely forever without it no exactly it it takes i mean it depends on how you experience what you just said some people can take it more as like a sense of pressure like leaving and kind of like oh it's it's all going to be okay but then some people you know freak out and shriek at that idea of like I'm not me. I'm everything. Well, then, what what does that even mean? I don't understand. I'm not even a real thing. Like you, you can kind of spiral in the negative. <laughs> yep, that's. And I think like what helps with all of this is to have a sort of psychedelic experience. That's kind of the path that we took. I don't know if I could have gotten to where I'm at now just through meditation. I was still too resistant to the whole idea of spirituality after coming out of Christianity. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Same. In our case, mushrooms kind of ushered us into the the new realm of understanding or it kind of opened the door we saw way too much it was like holy shit i guess i have to figure out what all yeah. that means or i'm just gonna go crazy no and this it, is the that's the yeah that's our current that relationship uh, with with mushrooms i have no need to do mushrooms at all as of right now but without it we wouldn't right. be here so i always you know right. appreciate and and respect them and realize if i have a bad trip it's more because of my internal dialogue if anything <laughs> um definitely also cynthia is going to be popping in here in a second so that's no that's not, that's fine we can we can go to 30 minutes which would be two minutes from now or we could go to like 45 or the full hour it doesn't matter it's just whenever it's over it's over yeah for the for the first episode here we could go to just like 35 minutes which is just like 
pretty soon. That's like in a couple 33 minutes. minutes. Jesus minutes. We could do 33 minutes. <laughs> we could stop right at 33 minutes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, anything else to add to this is just we, we come from a very religious background. We're, you know, pastors, kids, and Christian upbringing, Pentecostal, and our evolution of, we'll probably get in in a, in a later episode of, like, our, you know, more of our upbringing and background. Uh, we didn't want to get all up in that right now. Um, but there will probably be an episode where we, we do that. Um, but right now... Whatever we feel like doing. Yeah, exactly. Whatever we feel like doing. But we're just trying to make, you know, a weekly recording and basically catching up and, you know, reaction of what's going on, all the craziness that's going on. But also just, you know, remembering what life is all about ultimately. Like that little kind of reminder of like all the play that's... All the craziness that's happening outside it's going to continue to happen and that's just how it is but it's all about you know making your inside uh, a peaceful place so therefore whatever happens on the external you you know go through it with grace and what have you definitely sometimes you have to just like talk things out to process them it's not like you didn't know before you do the bottom no i think is is Oh, that's bad. I barely even heard her. Um, My head up. No, exactly, because we can we can get too focused on the external and kind of freak ourselves out with the state of everything and the craziness that's happening and, you know, all the political organ- organizations playing, you know, with the chess pieces over here. <laughs> yeah, but just also keeping in mind the whole time that it's just theater it's a play Bashar says it doesn't have to directly affect us in our physical reality necessarily if we don't want it to if we're not focused on it it's not that we shouldn't be aware of what's going on but right to stay in a positive state no matter what because even if negative physical reality things do happen it's the best way to navigate them and also get a physical uh, a positive outcome from those negative seemingly negative experiences right. When, yeah, so when, basically when, stay positive and you'll be fine. Right, which which gets kind of difficult, especially if you feel like you're a person that um, sees all this craziness and maybe you know your friends don't or what have you. Um, you can kind of focus on the craziness that's happening and kind of hyper fixate on it, <laughs> which will only bring you just you know despair and panic within yourself. So you do kind of have to just be like you have to at the end of the day just drop it and let it go and you know pretend it's not even happening because that's that's how i think we'll consciously you know vibrate and manifest in a direction that's opposite of it yeah you just do your best to remain as neutral as you can letting those negative vibrations kind of pass through you but not holding on to them or not choosing to vibrate the same as them being it choosing to be in a negative stakes then you'll start to create right. more negativity just let the negativity flow through you but consciously stay positive as much as you can right if we we're all like you know panicking equally and vibrating in that you know panic kind of state of you know being then it would just create more <laughs> crazy you know things to to happen here which we don't want any more crazy things but you can on you can also view it like the way the world is right now is because of too many people being 
you know, not resonating with, with like a positive state of being and kind of, you know, freaking out and we're all like reactory right. animals and that's why the world is so just like fucking topsy-turvy. <laughs> but it takes less positively oriented people to have the same effect as negative. Like, negative is disharmonious and uncoordinated and disconnected. So a bunch of scattered, disconnected, negative beings have less of a, an overall effect on the collective consciousness as a unified, small group of positively oriented beings doing their best to live in harmony with each other, love and compassion and gratitude. That actually can, it has a multiplying effect because the positive is connected and harmonious and organized. And so it can overpower the dark sort of, if you want to call it the dark, the light can overpower the dark through its community and connectedness, but have less individuals than the negatives, that makes sense. No, that's, and you know what, that's a great way to end the podcast because it's about to be 33 seconds, but that is very true. The connectivity is the natural state, so anything opposite of that is um, easier easier to transmute or transfer back into the positive because that's you know what all of this was created out of exactly it's like a thousand positive beings can have the same effect as ten thousand negative beings because they're interconnected and it multiplies the power of that energy no exactly but um yeah i think that's a good place to end right now we're still getting our bearings and we're a little awkward at least i am but this will all get I'm more. Just talking to us. This, yeah, this will all get more comfortable. I, it's, I'm over here with like the, the the recording side of things, so I'm like monitoring too much and shit. Um, but yeah, that's a good place to end it. Everyone, you know, stay stay peaceful. <laughs> stay in a positive state. To yeah. Navigate the negative stuff. And, and you know, next week what what may happen, we don't know. But that's that's, that's the fun of it, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully, more aliens. Yeah, it's more aliens, please. But, alrighty. Bye-bye.